Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on everybody welcome into episode number 589 another victory monday edition of underground sports philadelphia presented by the city of vineland it's kb coming at you from underground studios after a huge eagles victory in overtime we're gonna get into all that goodness and joining me like he does every week on this edition of the pod or Sunday into Monday episode, none other than the host with the most, the people's champ who's floating on cloud nine after a huge WWE event, and knowing that Josh Allen is 0-6 in overtime in his career, that is the one, the only, Mr. Patty Pitts. What's poppin' all my peeps, Kyle? It was it's a great time, great weekend to be a wrestling fan, let me tell you that. Uh it really helps my my mental psyche, especially with how New England football is being played right now. So you need something to lean on and get you through the bad times. And boy, howdy, are we in the good times of professional wrestling. It is quite the weekend. And, um, you know, we... we... We had some some great Thanksgiving festivities. Hope everybody had a happy, safe, and healthy Thanksgiving week and weekend. Um, but the birds flying high. The Flyers continue to win. The Sixers doing Sixers things, winning when they need to win. Um, and the hot stove, not too much hot right now. The Phillies did their thing and got Aaron Nola re-signed, which is thrilling. We've talked about that the past couple of episodes, but... Uh, we'll talk about uh, all that good stuff. But before we get into any of it, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. You can follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on the gram. You can follow me at KBIZZL311, KBIZZLE11 on the gram. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. It does go a long way for helping this show continue to grow. Helps us do more dope content, create more fun stuff, and and really is going to elevate us to take this whole thing to being our full-time jobs, which is the goal for all of us. Uh, so go subscribe. And Pitsy, this week we're on the all-podcast chart in the top 9,000 in France. Bonjour. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Bonjour, my peeps. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where's your Take me to your finest beach. <laughs> Pierre Escargo, anyone? No, I don't eat snails. That's that's yucky. Oh, did did you watch did you are you too young for all that? No? 
Pierre Escargot. That was Keenan's like character where he's sitting in the bathtub and everyday friends oh my with God, Pierre yes. Escargot. And he would just yes. say something that's like, I slap your mom with a fish. <laughs> I like vaguely remember. I just remember Keenan Thompson being in a tub. I, yes. I just remember. Yes, it's I remember. Best. Yes, I remember that. Pierre Escargot was a legend. Still is. Shout out Keenan Thompson. Um, but let's keep doing. Let's make the main thing the main thing. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week. You get full video episodes of every show on our network, live streams, clips, original video content. It all goes down on our YouTube channel. We are currently at 644 subscribers. Would love to hit 650 or more by the end of the month. Let's make that happen. I know six more of you who are not subscribed that could subscribe right now and help us hit that goal. Uh, So let's hit that goal. End of year goal, Pitsy. What should our end of year goal be on the YouTube channel? End of year goal. Slowly approach. What but quickly like, approach December. Quickly approach December. What about like seven twenty? Yeah, give me give me like seven fifty. Can we get a hundred yeah, more subscribers before yeah, the end of the year? That'd be huge, massive, as we say in the biz. Massive. Massive. Uh, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. It really does help us, and you know we're on that road to one k. Uh, which hopefully we will hit in early 2024. So go subscribe. And uh, like we mentioned, as always, this show presented by the City of Vineland. And the City of Vineland Municipal Calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. And through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy the Birds! It took years off our lives, but they get it done in overtime, 37-34 over the Buffalo Bills. It's brought to you by our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company, who have their big sale going on. Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale is happening with our pals at PHI Apparel Company. And here's the deal, everybody. You want to stand out in the crowd with your friends and family, tailgating down at the lots, Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, Union, or your favorite underground sports Philadelphia merch and you want to support us directly, PHI Apparel Company is the place to go. And this is their sale through the rest of November. So you still have some time to utilize this sale. If you want to use our code at any time, that's code underground for 10% off. That directly supports us. But you want to save a little cash on some amazing merch. And Pitsy and I tell you guys this all the time. Most comfortable hoodie we own. Yo, facts. Most Straight comfortable fact. hoodie we own. Oh, uh, so well, here's the deal, Pitsy. Ready for this? Ready. For 15% off one item, use code BLACKFRIDAY1 at checkout. For 20% off two items, code BLACKFRIDAY2. But if you're feeling real nice, feeling real nice this holiday season, and this is genuinely the best deal, 30% off three or more items. Code Black Friday 3 for 30% off three or more items. Good through the rest of November. 
Get your Underground Sports Philadelphia hoodies, shirts, top bins, get in the hole, OTB, streamer season. I genuinely think the streamer season hoodie is one of the coolest hoodies in any stratosphere. Um, We should hopefully have some new merch up for the F1 podcast, F1 Underground, and then our uh, Outside the Box throwback weekend duck logo should hopefully be up uh, this week to get in there for the Cyber Monday sale. So we will let you guys know. That's why you got to follow us. But go support our merch partners. Support us. Shop small. Small businesses. And uh, you can also get that Philly Dog shirt, which is one of the best shirts out there. Not because I made it, but because it is a sweet shirt, and I own one, and it is one of my favorite shirts to wear on a day-in and day-out basis. PHIapparel.co. Check out the Black Friday sales uh, on their socials, and then use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off anytime you want. But Pitsy, the birds flying high, 37-34 over the Buffalo Bills. An ugly game in a sense of... Brian Johnson drives me absolutely up an, a, a motherfucking wall. It feels like you complain about this every week. Every week. Yeah, it's every week the same thing. Um, but Jalen Hurts finds a way. The Eagles defense finds a way. And they prevent the Bills once again from winning in overtime where Josh Allen, your guy, is 0-6 in overtime in his career. Dude, he's just—he's not precise. He's just not accurate. Just not accurate. If just, only, he, if only he knew somebody that if was. Only if he knew a superhero that could teach him how to be composed and actually deliver under pressure. It seems like he can't. Um, no, all jokes aside, though, the Bills are just. Uh, I was Josh Allen had a fire. great game overall. He, no, he honest. did. No, and, and the this Bills was did their... easily his best game of the year. Yeah, yeah. From a statistic standpoint, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the thing with me, like with the Bills, is I, you know, don't feel like I can really say a lot as champ of the Patriot peeps. But the Bills are sliding under the radar of teams to watch crumble. It, it I, it's every week they lose in heartbreaking fashion. I mean, I, I still don't think. Stephon Diggs is truly happy in Buffalo and with what's going on. And they're a team that for so long or for a while, they were, oh, AFC championship game, like lock, that they're going to be fighting against either the Chiefs or the Bengals. And now I, I don't think they're in the playoffs, you know? So I, I just, I, I'm, I like seeing this as it is my division rival you know, kind of crumble and even more so love it because uh, the birds benefit from it. So, yeah, I mean, overall gutsy win earned win. Oh, that was this yeah, earned, earned win. the final drive. You know, Jalen Hurts goes and scores the, the touchdown there uh, to win the game in overtime. Like that drive was a legacy drive for Jalen Hurts. That is silence the haters silence the doubters who continue to just like i don't know what it is but they just don't think jalen hurts can deliver just because like the eagles don't win with style points jalen hurts doesn't throw for 400 yards every week this that and the third my my brothers and sisters in christ let us let us all take a look today as jalen hurts 18 of 31 
200 yards passing, three touchdowns, along with 14 carries for 65 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Wow. That's an MVP for performance. One interception that was batted at the line and just unfortunate interception, but that's an MVP performance. He put the team on his back in dog shit weather. Your kicker kicked a 58-yard field goal in Jake dog Elliott, shit 59 weather. 59-yard field goal in the rain to tie the game. My kicker wishes. Stones. And, you know, we talked about that X factor, Devontae Smith. Once again, seven catches leading the team, 106 receiving yards and a touchdown. A.J. Brown gets on the board for his seventh touchdown of the year. Thank the boy, God. The boy, Olamide Zacchaeus with a touchdown. That was an unreal catch in the back of the end zone. Philly zone, Olamide Zacchaeus. Shout out to the boy. Just a great performance overall. DeAndre Swift, once again, it was it's, it's almost fascinating, Pitts, you know. Establishing the run almost helps your passing game get off the ground and and be able to do things that you would assume an offense mm-hmm. like the Eagles could do. It was a miracle to see once DeAndre Swift got the ball in his hands and ran the ball down the fucking throats of the Buffalo Bills. What happened in the passing game? It opens up. Who would have thought? What a concept. It's, it's a real simple concept that some teams just – can't master. Wouldn't be my team. God damn it. I just say being a Patriots fan sometimes. Like the Eagles were down 17-7 at halftime. Yeah, it was a little nerve-wracking. The Eagles came out really slow. Like they feel like they've been have they been starting out slow a lot? Or like Yeah, Brian Johnson just doesn't know how to call a game plan whatsoever. Like I'm I'm to the point where like, yes, I've talked about this week in and week out and week in and week out. Shout out Lil Uzi Vert. Um, <laughs> Brian Johnson can't call plays for this team anymore. He is actively costing them drives. Like, towards the end of the game, this game should have never even sniffed overtime. The Eagles had the ball, and seven minutes left on the clock, and we're throwing deep bombs to Devontae Smith on third down. Like, run the fucking ball on first run down. Run the damn on ball. On second down. And then see where you're at. And it's crazy when you watch DeAndre Swift run the ball or Jalen Hurts run the ball and they pick up four or five yards of carry. Four or five yards of carry. What, what does that equate to? Oh, second and short, third and short, first down. What a concept. Brian Johnson is actively holding this team back with his absurd play calls and just like lack of knowledge on how to call a football game and how to adjust in a football game. And yes, am I happy the Eagles won? Of course I am. Did they yeah. win because of Brian Johnson? No, they did not. No. They won because Jalen Hurts has fucking balls of steel. They won because DeAndre Swift has balls of steel. They won because Jake Elliott has balls of golden steel. And they went down and they won a football game. The defense stepped up in overtime and prevented the Bills from getting a touchdown. That's how they won the game. Brian Johnson is holding this team back week in and week out. This is back-to-back weeks where they've been down 17-7 at halftime to two teams that coming into the season were Super Bowl favorite slash playoff favorite in the Chiefs and the Bills. You can't find yourself in those situations week in and week out and feel like you're going to win the ball game. The Eagles, fortunately, are a team that can, but you can't do that to yourself every single week and expect the same result to come back being down 17-7 against these superior teams that are in that echelon 
that your football team is in. It drives me crazy. Brian Johnson's out there. Like, if I am actively sitting at home, and I'm not trying to, like, couch quarterback this, but if I'm actively mm-hmm. sitting at home and I'm picking up on tendencies that the Bills' defense are throwing at you, and I'm picking up on, oh, you know, if you run the ball, you're going to be able to pick up yards. What a concept. And I'm doing that from the comfort of my own home. You should be able to pick up on that as a guy who's getting paid millions and millions of dollars to coach this offense. And is there and seeing it. You're in person. person. Like you have the ability to talk to the players and be like, yo, what are they showing you? What, Mm -hmm. what's the vibe out there? Like what's the type of schemes and fronts they're throwing at you. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to pick up on that as somebody who has never coached football in their life, my only football like experience is from being a play-by-play broadcaster and obviously doing this podcast and being Madden, Madden, Madden 08 genius hall of famer. But, like, it's crazy to me how Brian Johnson just refuses. Like, first drive of the game, dude. Eagles got the ball after the, they force a three and out. First drive of the game, we go pass, 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 three and out. Why are we throwing the ball on first down, first drive of the game? Set the tone. Figure out what they're going to do to you by running the ball. Run the it, ball. It's not that, especially in conditions like today where it's pouring down rain. There should be Set no the reason. tone and be physical the entire front of the game. No reason to put the ball in the air when the weather is like that. The one thing that's crazy is when you have a running back like DeAndre Swift and you're not utilizing him to his full potential. I mean, it feels like Detroit mm-hmm. all over again. And it's not like, you know, you have a, a running back core of scrubs at all. You have DeAndre Swift. A very talented running back. It's mind-boggling when you don't use him to his full, you know, what he's supposed to be doing. He's so good, and I I brought this up to Matt on Wednesday's show because I was curious how he felt, you know, with the running backs almost unionizing this (laughs) offseason and where the state of running backs are. From an outside perspective looking in and just you obviously being an adopted, like, Lions fan and knowing DeAndre Swift from that perspective. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's 24 years old. You've seen what he's done this year. Like, I'll pull up his full-on stats right now for the season to give everybody perspective listening at home. DeAndre Swift this year. I want to find his full stats here. He's got 420-23. Uh... Don't know if that is included. I'll find it. Uh, case in point being, would you give DeAndre Swift an extension at the end of the year? He's a free an extension, agent. yes, a thousand percent would give an extension. However, now it comes into question: how much should that extension be? And with the way the running back market is, and how we've seen it translate into Super Bowl success, you can't have him be like a top five. Uh, paid running back top 10 yes but as you see the teams that overpay their running backs are usually the ones that struggle the most as a team he's got 690 rushing yards for four touchdowns he's averaging 4.7 yards a carry and then receiving wise um four yeah that's really good he's got 33 receptions for another 197 receiving yards and one touchdown in the air. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. 
So total yards this year, you know, it's like you definitely extend them, but you can't almost 900 total yards of offense and five touchdowns so far. Yeah, that's in ten games. That's really good. While he's like, not even really the good. primary back, like they're rotating guys in and out. Like he's the primary back, but they're not using him as like yeah. a cow. But they should be using him as they should be a bell cow. And you just you can't. I say you give so him a two tough. year. We said give him a two year contract extension with a player or like team option for a third year. I think that's fair. Gets him to his age twenty six season, stays at home where it looks like he's comfortable. Yeah, and he'll literally actually take the fans a love him. Discount. Like literally, the fans love him. He looks like he loves his team. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I it, yeah. it's different, and we said we said this too. It's different from when like the Eagles traded for JJ in 2017, where like I think he was 26 at the time, but you knew he had bad knees, mm-hmm. so it wasn't going to be a long term investment with him. DeAndre Swift like feels like he's like revitalized his career this year. Oh, a thousand percent has revitalized career, and it's not like he's trying. It's not like a bad team is to trying to resign him because there right. he's their last glimmer of hope. You're re-signing him to a Super Bowl contender for the next few years, at least a playoff team for longer than that. You're you're sign you maybe taking a little bit less money, you know, maybe instead of being the number five or four uh, paid running back, you're like the eighth or ninth, but you're going into a great system, great team, great organization. So that kind of weighs, it balances it out. I know I see no reason for him to try and go get the bag somewhere, mm-hmm. and then end up that team being a seven and ten, eight and nine, third place team. But he got the bag. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I don't see DeAndre Swift being like that. He wants to win. Yeah. Why he's in Philly, of all places. So why not keep going with that by taking a little bit less money? Oh, and let's not let's not forget to mention too the Eagles win this game without Lane Johnson. Yeah, he was he was uh, inactive today, groin yeah. right, groin. groin injury. Woke up this morning with groin injury, and they said there was inflammation there, but they kept him out as precaution just because of the weather. And yeah, it wasn't a conference game. Does it scare? You? It doesn't. Does it scare you? They said he you should be. They said he should be good to go for next week. Okay. in San Francisco, and that's what matters. That's a conference game. That's playoff seating that implications. Big, like, that's a big game next week. So, I'd rather have Lane have another week of rest here, get healthy, and then be good for San Francisco rather than playing in that horrible weather conditions where it's the Bills too. We saw Fletcher like, Cox get no hurt reason. with a groin injury too. So like I'm totally fine letting Lane rest. And they proved that they could win without Lane. That's been a an issue for the Eagles in years past where like Lane's out going into this. I think they said the Eagles record without Lane Johnson in his career is thirteen and twenty two. Not good. Um but hey well, when well. push comes to shove, Eagles got it done. Jalen Hurts remains unbeaten at home. That's what matters. Happy for you guys. It's nice that you guys have a also, winning football team. How I, pathetic I is it that NFL Twitter and NFL fans want to drag Nick Sirianni all the time for his emotion, his just enthusiasm, getting hype on the sidelines for his players, for his team, getting a win. It's like World War Three breaks out anytime he does anything. But if Mike McDaniel... 
or Dan Campbell, who I like both of them as coaches, so let's let's put that out there. If they do anything, and I talked about this a little bit with Matt, with Dan Campbell, but we saw Mike McDaniel this week against the Jets say, because I'm hot and winning to a fan, everyone's like, oh, they roasted the shit out of all. But if Nick yeah. Sirianni does that, he, it's like he just like broke – uh, the peace accords of the Geneva Convention, or something. it's the Eagles. That's why it's, it's so pathetic, bro. And we said with it's Dan the, Campbell, it's because he's biting kneecaps. <laughs> yeah, and he's with the Lions. That they're a bad team that are becoming good. So anyone who brings that out of them to get them there, everyone's going to rally around them. But the Eagles are good and have this negative connotation to them. So anyone who steers into that and is hyped, you're obviously you're immediately uh, viewed as the villain. That's why I, I get it as the New England Patriots. We've been viewed as villains for 20 plus years, still are, even with the sad state of our football team. We're still viewed as villains. And when you're viewed as villains to the majority of the public, I think the Pats, Eagles, any New York team, uh, you know, has that connotation or that baggage with them. You're going to be viewed as the villain. So anything you do is just like, oh, why would he do that? Oh, that's terrible. It's so cocky. When in reality, it's just a guy you want to play under. And you want to, you want to be a player if he's your coach. I don't get it. I just ignore it. People are stupid. People mm -hmm. suck. It was the first lesson my dad taught me when I went into the restaurant business. He said, on my first day, all right, first lesson, people suck. Like, that was it. And then Valid. he walked away. So, like, I mean, it's – they people, Twitter sucks. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Twitter sucks. I, uh, I just sent you this. Our good pal, our former colleague now at NBC Sports Philly, obviously, Brooke Destra, uh, just tweeted, not an entire wrapped-up salad just chilling next to my car as I'm leaving work. That's a Dude, that is so intensely wrapped. That's in a whole salad. Dude, that's a bowl. That's not like a just like a tiny bowl for an individual. That Hold is me like, closer, tiny bowl. Dude, that's a dude. That's a buffet salad for like twenty people. I think it looks like it came right out of the whole buffet. Is that a note on it? I think it's dressing. That is a like way a too much packet. bag dressing. There's eggs in that thing. Oh yeah, I see the devil. Oh, dude, yeah. Brooke, get that away. Kick it. Just kick it over. A whole just, salad. Just, it's a whole it's a whole ass salad. A whole salad, bro. That's hilarious. I'm commenting kick it. <laughs> like Philly tailgates are wild and one day you'll get to experience them because you need to. Um but shout out to the boy Philaticus on Twitter. That man be cooking in the lots. I sent that to you before we started recording. My man is – he's going to be the first person to have Michelin stars from tailgate food. Mm. My man is dishing up mm. turkey confit, cranberry sauce spheres, fermented cranberries, mashed potato fermented foam. Anything in a tailgate is high class. Gourmet wings, like – Philaticus is out here just like serving the people and every single week I'm blown away by what he dishes out at the tailgate. One day I'm going to make it down to a tailgate 
and enjoy his delicious cuisine because I feel like that is just like a, a Philly thing to do now uh, as part of the tailgate scene. But I saw the, the food today and I was simply blown away. So hats off to, to the boy because he's literally like going full on like beat Bobby Flay style in like M-Lot. <laughs> Dude, he's going full out chopped episode in and i knew you would appreciate it because you're a food guy when you're a restaurant restaurant, guy like when you work and grow up in the restaurant industry it's part of like like that is that's happening at a he's got blow torches at tailgate you got to appreciate the hustle you really do i i appreciate the hell out of that it's unreal stuff um also we we posted the video uh bills the bills defense are a bunch of babies it wasn't even after the loss i we had somebody uh at jeff underscore reagan 10 point this out um shout out to him uh shaq lawson and a bunch of the bills defenders this is this the game is still going on when that happened Pitts, because he said watch till the end of the video you see like another play go that's happening during the game just comes up to a fan who's talking shit whatever grow up and then shoves a fan like what are we doing dude talk shit get hit it's literally in the name like why why are you doing that there's no need for it at all like i like the players how interacting with fans like that i don't understand it because you're playing into their game and it just shows how like not locked into the game you are as a player yeah, a thousand percent. Like, if you're worried about what Joe Schmo's saying in row 35 and how he's just trash talking you as he probably has his own issues, like, I don't, I get it. Gets, it's like, why? Why engage? He's just a nobody to you. Like, he's a nobody. And you're engaged. It just makes no sense. Makes no sense. Terrible, I, terrible, terrible. I wonder what he'll be fined. Yeah. In... Probably nothing because he doesn't play for the Eagles. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, with this win, the Eagles are the first team in the NFL to clinch a playoff spot. We're going to the offs playoffs clinch, baby. Let's go, bang bang! Congrats! Very happy for you. Ten and one, first team to hit ten wins. Which you know what's looking real good right now, Pitsy. Knock on wood. My my preseason bet of Eagles over eleven and a half wins. Oh yeah, that gets a ten, right? They're at ten now. Need to win two more, and that bet hits. Yeah, with their with their schedule right now, two is next pretty much on inevitable. The, next on the schedule for the birds, obviously the big one against the 49ers, which we'll be here next week talking about that. Um. And then they get Dallas in Dallas on Sunday night football. And then at Seattle, which I saw rumors that game could get flexed to Monday night football that week, potentially. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that plays get out. Get the Patriots off of primetime. They should be playing football in a box far, far away from people. And then uh, Christmas Day, home against the Giants. And then New Year's Eve. Home against the Cardinals. Okay, there's your two wins. And then final game of the regular season at the Giants. Bro, you can just 
You can just lose the next three and have those the next two, and you'll be set for your bet. Like, like I'm not getting ahead of anything because it's one week. It's one week at a time trying to go one and zero every single week in my brain. That's how I view the Eagles all the time. That's a dog mentality. Yeah. They they did say that starting with the Dolphins, that was a gauntlet stretch of our schedule. Five and zero so far. <laughs> When's the gauntlet start? Uh, I mean, maybe next week when Debo Samuel comes back to chirp his mouth off. Well, he'll, he'll probably be too busy chirping and not doing anything because he's a baby. I can't wait for Hassan Reddick to absolutely demolish the 49ers, bro. Bro, I I want Hassan Reddick to lay out with Debo Samuel. I think he's on a fantasy team of mine. I don't care. So bad. Like, those comments really piss me off. Like, and from Christian the preseason. McCab- like, Oh, I my have dad, no. My no dad, my dad's gonna be in rare form next week. He hates the 49ers. Well, I, I don't. You, hate you the talk 49ers. shit about the Eagles. Eagles. My dad will eviscerate your life. Don't mess with the big O. Don't mess with the OG. Ozone. You step into the Ozone when he messes. Well, it's with great the big because o. his middle name starts with a G, so he's the OG. He's the OG. Yo, that is some. Dude, why is he not like been on the show? I feel like I'm he's saying. like, dude, the OG. Hey, CFO Margie made her debut this year. Who knows? Wait, on what? On an episode of the Pod during Philly's postseason. Oh, all right, okay, all right. We got one half. We need the other. I agree. Completely agree. I want him to be our injury expert. I mean, the dude. That's who I. He's I'm wizard. texting you. Wizard. I'm texting you. I, I'm texting you. If you spoke to him about what happened, if this dude has a torn ACL or this meniscus or whatever, or Achilles. It, looking at this, isn't it crazy that there's only six weeks left of the regular season in the NFL? Dude, banana land. It's fucking flu. It's flown by. We just, I feel like we just started, which granted for if in your case, it sucks because you want to keep going. I am so ready for this season. Just be over. Like it's flown by. And I also saw a tweet the other day that like it's two and a half months until pitchers and catchers. That's wild. <laughs> that is wild. It's only two months before pitchers and catchers. And there's like some. I don't know. The Red Sox could be back this year. Like we'll see. You get we get Babe Ruth 3.0. <laughs> Let's just not trade him away for Hamilton. And I think we'll be okay. I think Do you want to be in the room where it happens? I need to be. <laughs> At this point, the champ of the peeps should be in the room when it happens. Because I'm the only one who knows how to get shit done around here, apparently. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so the Birds improved the 10-1. and one. They're going to the postseason. They are currently the one seed. And uh, still some big games to come, obviously, starting with the 49ers next week. Dallas in Dallas the following week. And then that Seahawks game as well is not going to be a walk in the park. Um, but this is how things are looking in the NFL in terms of the standings. And we'll go around the games that happened this week as well. Um Right now, Dolphins leading the AFC East, Chiefs leading the AFC West. Ravens are playing as we record this, uh, and they are leading the AFC North, and the Jaguars leading the AFC South. All of those teams 
are eight and three. Uh, then the NFC East, obviously, Dub Birds at ten and one, 49ers at eight and three, Lions at eight and three, and then the Atlanta Falcons at five and six. <laughs> Literally the dragon meme, but it's 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 seven dragon heads staring over, and then the Falcons are the one that are like this. The fact that the Fal like the Falcons could make the like go in as the number one contender or number one seed for the, the Falcons uh, are going to be the NFC. four seed in the playoffs in the NFC because it's all division winners that are. Why can't the Bucks like I need Baker Mayfield in there? They the stink, Bucks are, bro. The Bucks, the Bucks stink. don't stink. Maybe the Bucks stink. Baker Mayfield doesn't stink. The Bucks are four and seven. They stink. They 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 are a team that is in desperate need of a quarterback. They okay because I, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, even uh, Cade Otten, and then uh, Rashad White, very talented. But Baker can't throw the ball past five yards. It's Mike. Their offensive line is also pretty bad. That's the real reason. It's their offensive line. Baker's fine. It's the offensive line that needs help. I, I just think the Falcons, with all the shit that's been talked about them this season with Arthur Smith and our Nepo theory, like the fact that their number one seed right now is just absolutely banana land. Upset he is tweet from Eagles defensive tackle Jordan Davis. That was quote tweeted on... Uh, next-gen stats analyst from the NFL saying, Jordan Davis reached the top speed of 16.96 miles per hour while chasing down Josh Allen. Per next-gen stats, the second-fastest speed reach for any play uh, by a 330-plus pound uh, player this season. <laughs> <laughs> for reference, Allen's top speed was 18.27 miles per hour. Jordan Davis quotes you, go birds, the tears running down the face crying emoji. It's <laughs> Sonic me that says, no matter how fast I run, I cannot run away from the pain. Dude, that's my Halloween costume next year. That's a thousand percent. I think I need to dress up like that Sonic and just run. <laughs> Look at the speed. <laughs> Dude, I think we need to make it fucking happen. That's hysterical. Just film me running just around Mars just with my beer. <laughs> and when I run into something, just quarters pop out. <laughs> no matter how fast I run, I cannot run away from the pain. <laughs> what a quote to eat. <laughs> That Sonic oh. outfit is so adorable. I need a way. I also love how Jordan Davis is like display name on Twitter's Jordan Davis parody account. <laughs> <laughs> and then his bio is if you haven't figured this out by now, this isn't a parody account. It's the emoji <laughs> point and like this the crying meme. <laughs> Bro, that's that's just that's common. And his Twitter oh. banner, click click on his profile and go look at his Twitter banner. That's from a tailgate last year. Wait, where? Hold on. Was he the one who Oh my god, wait <laughs> Jordan Davis the one that quote tweeted that is Yeah so Oh that's <laughs> fucking common. He's the one that quote tweeted about himself. His pin tweet? His his Twitter banner. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the mariachi guy flying dude. through the air and crash through. Dude, and I need, I need. <laughs> I think Loki Jordan Davis just became my favorite Eagles player. He's the man. I dude, love him is... so much. Dude, I'm that's a that's a easy follow. That is an easy follow. <laughs> that is so funny. Look at this speed. Look at this speed. I can't run from the pain. I read that oh. in the voice of uh, Jay's dog from Big Mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, did you see Ludacris from the Rafters at the Falcons game today? Dude, dude. dude. We were sitting here <laughs> just so confused. I thought it was like one of those halftime acts, like now introducing this person from the such and such. And I saw an afro, I'm like, oh, all right. Luda. And then they're like, ludicrous. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> from the Raptors. HBK at Mania. And then you just, they pan to a, like the next shot, just like him. And you just smile. I'm like, what? He looked like Gritty coming from the Raptors and <laughs> a Flyers so team. Good. Like, I mean, if there's one way to stay relevant in 2023 and you're ludicrous, oh. I mean, flying down from the Raptors while singing in Southern Hospitality. Is that's how you do it? Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Uh, Pitsy, shall we take a, a wraparound of the NFL? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I, think that's, I think that's a good dude. I, it's brought to you by our pals over at Foco Forever Collectibles. You saw me wearing the Phillies overalls all postseason, they got the Eagles ones in stock now, multiple designs. Uh, the bobbleheads are exquisite, they've got apparel, hoodies. Obviously, the overalls are the go-to item. Click the link in the description. Get your Eagles overalls now for the playoffs. And shout-out to our pals at FOCO for making all of their collectibles top tier. Uh, we start with Thanksgiving. Three games there. The Packers upset the Lions 29-22. Always look at the moon when it comes yeah. to the Lions on Thanksgiving. Yeah, dude. The moon knows all, apparently. I did not know all. that stat, and then I found out. I'm like, well, why wasn't I following this to begin with? That was when girl math becomes boy math. Dude, every sorority girl just became a sports better in that moment. It's like, I can Taylor use Swift this shit to make money. We got Taylor Swift. We got astrology. They're really just making this so inclusive. The Cowboys absolutely eviscerate the Commanders 45-10 to 10 and get Jack Del Rio fired. Ha-ha, rip bozo. Yeah, but your Cowboys won, so that, or the Cowboys won. It's fine. Won, so. It's fine. Jack Del Rio, not the first time he's been yanked out of Washington. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seahawks get beat down by the 49ers 31-13 in the nightcap. And we have Black Friday football, Pitsy, for the first time ever. Needs we to found be a out why. We found out why on uh, Wednesday's show how oh. this game was able to happen. Because um, typically the NFL, uh, you can't play on Fridays because of the Competition Act and everything with college football. Mm -hmm. um, the Dolphins were able to secure local TV rights for the game, so that was step one. But step two is there can't be another game going on within 75 miles of the game for it to happen on a day that's not slated for the NFL. University of Miami was on the road at Boston College this weekend. Interesting. 
See, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Makes sense now. Matt, Matt and I thought it was a time thing where like you couldn't have a game in X amount of time window between each yeah, one. But it's that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know the distance. 75 miles. Man. So that's why we got Black Friday football. Um, with the Wait, but they were playing Jets. in. Well, they were, I mean, they were playing in team wise, like the team. Yeah. They were playing Boston College. Okay. And there's there's no college football in New Jersey. No. No Rutgers. No Rutgers football. Um, but the Dolphins win 34-13, and we saw the first uh, <laughs> Fail Mary 2.0. That might be one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed. Dude, I, I mean, love seeing the Jets lose. Dude, between the butt fumble and that, the Jets just know how to put themselves in shit positions. It's I so love funny. watching the Jets lose. Oh, it's it is my favorite thing to do. Like I, I can't like, stand Bob Salah. Oh, I, he's I the most over. Yeah. he's the most overconfident, cocky head coach for no reason. Your team stinks. You're starting Tim I mean, Boyle. Dude, that was funny. The fact that Tim Boyle is even an NFL quarterback with his college stats. Don't give up on your dreams. School, <laughs> don't give up on your dreams because somehow they'll work, even if you are as mediocre on your stats. Let you no, it's it, like insane. Can't I can't stand the Jets. I love seeing their demise oh, and Rogers nice. like not playing. I was actually on uh, a show this week talking about Rogers, and uh, one of the the hosts of it was saying. Are asking me if it's kind of just like not worth at this point to have Rod rush Rogers back to try to get into the playoffs. And at first I was like, well, no, they're fighting. Playoffs. <laughs> they're fighting whatnot. But like, bro, Tim Boyle played so much worse than I gave him credit for. I mean, that was awful. He and if that's the way your team's going and you're relying on Aaron Rodgers to bring you to the promised land to only get bounced in the either wild card or divisional round. Like, is it even worth it to rush him back? Like it makes no nope. sense. It's so funny. I love it. Feed it to me, inject it into my veins all day, every day. Dolphins win 34, 13 uh, Colts beat the Buccaneers 27, 20 and they're in the thick of it in the postseason. Hun. Uh, the, <laughs> the Giants. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Dude, what an electric touchdown celebration. It's so simple. Slapping so the slapping the Paisan hands was all time. That it's the easiest just in your face. Like I hate the Giants, but Tommy I can't root against Tommy DeVito. I don't think anyone I don't think any American should root against Tommy DeVito. Or any He's living. Well that go that's a given. <laughs> He, the man is living out every childhood dream that we've watched. The lived. Disney Channel movie about Tommy DeVito is going to feed families. Oh my god, dude. That Disney Channel movie is going to slap. It's going to be like Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Who 2. plays 0. Tommy DeVito in the Disney Channel movie? Oh. Is it just Tommy that. DeVito? No. He, he's got to make like a special appearance. Like He won't be the protagonist. No, there will be like a future self moment where like he's the future self. You know who like, would have been perfect if Tommy DeVito was like an early two thousands quarterback who would have been perfect to play him. Oh, give me it, Ethan from the Lizzie McGuire show. 
like the guy that she like oh he would have been incredible over. he would have been perfect tommy devito he would have been perfect if it was name? early 2000s eduardo why is that eddie ethan craft uh who was clayton snyder is his name great name too he would have been a perfect tommy devito he give the guy would. he still I mean, would give him a buzz i could be what? wrong but the guy from the bear who i just can't think of his name Shameless. oh um I feel like he would be a really good not disney channel movie, but like a netflix movie he jeremy would allen white yes he would be a good <laughs> tommy devito yeah i'd be about it I'm tommy devito movie is going to be unreal let us know in the comment section who you who think should play tommy devito um but they beat your patriots 10 to 7 Ugh, dude, that was the worst game I've watched. Like, it's got to the point where I've relegated the Patriots to my second TV. Not only that, <clears throat> they were on multi-view today. I was even watching the, the whole game. I had half of a screen of Patriots and the other half Steelers-Bengals because AFC North rivalry games always slap, no matter who the quarterback or uh, quarterbacks are so i've got to that point as a patriots fan that i am just watching because i'm in the thick of it gotta know what's going on with my peeps but i have zero expectations with the rest <laughs> of the year just get me to the draft jules even said it we goddamn julian edelman just like get us to the draft a loss a win just move on and i and i say this on the gillette gazette that they just need to look competitive. You know, score points. You make it close. They made it close, but you are you look more incompetent on offense than any peewee football team that I've seen. It's just terrible. Mac Jones looks lost. His replacement's even worse. And at this point, I'm begging them to start Will Greer. Kyle, I'm begging to start Will didn't Greer. They, didn't I they cut him this week? Bring him back. Either him or Malik Cunningham. I don't know why we haven't started Malik Cunningham, where he's looked the best out of all three all year. Like, and he actually plays more to the current system of NFL quarterbacks. Yeah, it's tough. Tough scene. Uh, but hey, we'll get to look at your draft position after this. Uh, Steelers. Finally put up 400 yards of offense for the first time since 2020 after firing Matt Canada. Uh, and they Insane. beat the Bengals 16-10. to 10. We talked about this, too, on Wednesday's show, and I wanted to get your reaction to this. I forget if I sent you the tweet. Uh, the last time the Steelers fired a coordinator in season was when part owner uh, was also head coach slash coordinator, and he fired himself, um, Burt Bell. It was in 1941, Pitts. Saw a quote tweet that said, Hitler was at the peak of his power the last time that happened. <laughs> Yo, that's a long, that is a long time. <laughs> the fear of Vendetta, while Unreal. Yo, the Steelers, that just shows, though, how traditional the Steelers are. And how they just don't like any sort of disruption midseason or even change in general. I mean, yeah. Mike Tomlin 
I mean, I can't even say. They've that, had three coaches Thompson. since like 1969 or something like that, or 61. Which is like, insane. And it, well, how like it, it feels like they've never been awful, like terrible yeah. under Mike Tomlin, but they've never been Super Bowl contenders. They've just been kind of the example. Well, they, of had their, they had their run. They won the Super Bowl in 2010. I, I'm more saying like the latter half, like the oh, last right. like few like five six years, like the latter half of Big Ben into this. They're like era. average to good. Exactly, like perfect example. The year they had three different quarterbacks start, they still went over 500 or above five or like at 500. Like the like Bill Belichick should be learning something from Mike Tomlin at this point. Mike Tomlin's one of the greatest coaches of all time. The I would say top three greatest coaches of all time. I'd say top five. I think Andy Reid is one. I know Andy Reid. Of all time. Yeah. Like Lombardi. Yeah. All those guys. Andy Reid's one. Because look what he did in both conferences. Sure, he didn't get a Super Bowl ring in the NFC, but like four straight NFC championship games, one wins an NFC title, goes back to another one in 2008. Like just consistent model of winning when he was with the Eagles. He got a Super Bowl when he was with the Packers as a quarterback's coach. And oh, then yeah, Chiefs-wise, look what he's done with the Chiefs. And, you know, when it's all said and done, he's probably going to be remembered more for being the Chiefs head coach than he is for being uh, the Eagles head coach at any point, which is crazy to think about. Um, I think Andy Reid's one. I think Belichick's two. Is it because Belichick has only had real success with the Patriots? Why is it two for you? That there's obviously like the we're gonna throw that the mini asterisks, um, Spygate, mostly. Not I wouldn't really count the Flategate, um, but I mean Belichick's like wow. I'll give you Spygate. I'll give you Spygate. That was pretty bad. Every team does it. You just got caught. The Flategate. If anyone used that against him. They, yeah, it's like a whatever. Anyone, they should get the chair. Like that's, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but you, you just, you're not, also, you're like, not contributing to society. Bill hasn't really shown that he could have a winning formula without Brady there. Yeah, see, that's I, I really have a, a where like a bad Andy feeling. Reed, Andy Reid has been able to have winning seasons with Donovan McNabb, with Michael Vick. And now with Patrick Mahomes, he did it with Alex Smith. I mean, he he did he low key. Oh no, Andy Reid wasn't there with Carson Wentz. I take that back. No, I take that back. I got him myself. So I mean, Mike. <clears throat> oh my God, though, dude, I he's Andy Reid's been able to win with four different quarterbacks at elite levels. Um, Bills two. I think. Uh. Joe Walsh, 49ers coach from back in the day. Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. He's number three. Um, Lombardi's probably four. Tomlin, five. Tomlin's probably five. He'll be first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, like, and like Jimmy Johnson's in there because he actually made the Cowboys, like, relevant. Um, he did. He brought him back to relevancy. You know, Parcells is probably top 10. Um, you know. Yeah, Parcells is definitely up there. 
Tomlin is making the case. Like the longer Mike Tomlin coaches, the the more and more definitive it will be that he'll end up as a top five coach in my book. Yeah, I agree. Um, Panthers lose to the Titans seventeen to ten. The Jaguars hold off the Texans twenty four twenty one. That is Trevor Lawrence's second win in his career against the Texans. He's two and four all time. Wow. Once again, CJ Stroud, he's so good. It's insane. He's just really breaking the chain of Ohio State quarterbacks. Like the he's man so just good. He's so good under pressure. Yes. He looks like a veteran out there and he's a rookie. Um Falcons win a big one, 24-15 over the Saints. Rams eviscerate the Cardinals so badly that Carson Wentz made an appearance. That's so bad. That's so bad. Our boy. I'm pretty sure he did. I saw my good friend Cam DeSilva say it's Carson Wentz time, so I think he made an appearance. Um, 37-14. Broncos country, let's ride. Winning, Unbelievable. winning, winning. Unbelievable. 12 over the Browns. Obviously, and the Browns are a good team this year with their quarterback woes. Obviously, Eagles win 37-34 in overtime. Uh, Chiefs take down the Raiders 31-17. And as of right now, the Baltimore Ravens are beating the Chargers 19-10. Yeah, it's about to be um, 20. They just scored. And it wasn't Lamar Jackson, so that's pain. Um, yeah, Zay Flowers. Is pain. Existence is pain. A rushing touchdown for Zay Flowers. Oh, he rushed that. I just saw him running into the end zone. Pain, I didn't pain, pain, pain. Try to focus the word. Uh, and then Monday Night Football, we've got Bears Vikings. That's so gross. Blech. That's such a gross Monday night. Terrible. Um, so there's your wraparound uh, brought to you by our pals at FOCO. Uh, Pitsy, let's take a look at the Patriots draft position. Let's take a look at the old tankathon. Because, God, as everybody wanna. knows, you guys have been mocked to draft a tight end recently. But another loss today has improved your draft position. Uh, today was not a loss for you in reality. We're two. We're two. Because you not knocked the Giants to a worse draft position. Uh, and as of right now, because the Bears haven't played, you're sitting at three. Um. But the Bears will probably win. Probably lose. They play the Vikings. No, no. Well, oh no, Josh Jobs. So Go right ahead. now, Pitsy, the Bears have the first pick, courtesy of the Carolina Panthers. It's Caleb Williams going number one, according to Tankathon. Number two is the Arizona Cardinals, and they are slated to draft Philly's own Maserati Marv, Marvin Harrison Jr. Which brings so us sad. to the third pick in the NFL draft. The New England Patriots, according to tankthon.com, are mocked to take Drake May, quarterback, North Carolina. April showers. April showers bring May flowers. Hopefully something ends up blooming in New England because if that's the case, they take Drake May. I'm not going to be ecstatic, uh, you know, because I want just a weapon. But at the end of the day, the Patriots, 
very much do need a quarterback. So if you're going to go with one of these guys, all right. Uh, I've just been down this road before, and I'm ready to be heard again. Hey, that's a quarterback. Just running run the next cycle. Mac would be gone. Zappy gone. Dude, they should be gone now. Like, I'm like, just release them. I want to, I don't want to see them in a Patriots uniform said, run for the, the rest of the season. With Ramondre and Zeke at this point, that's our best option. Hey, we saw what happened the last time Zeke was under center. <laughs> it, it, I, I would rather that. At least I'm laughing. He's been getting some sort of joy. Oh, that's oh great. I can't stand it. I can't stand being Third a third pick in the right draft, now. New England Patriots. They're gonna. I mean, here's the thing. They draft a tackle. I would be ecstatic too because we need some sort of help on the offensive line. It's atrocious. It's just awful. It's it's really bad times here. Can't say I relate. Thankfully, must be nice. You know, just just must be nice. Doesn't it feel like it's weird? You know. Obviously, we're we're not Barstool because they're their own entity and, and they do a fantastic job with content and everything. But, like, isn't it funny how, like, Barstool is built on the Patriots and Boston sports, like, going on a run and, a like, thousand percent. success and where we are now. <laughs> and now we're built on an Eagles Super Bowl win. Philly's a lot of parallels. Philly's been successful. In recent years, Eagles have been arguably best team in the NFL the past couple seasons. Went to a Super Bowl. The Union went to the MLS Cup last year. Sixers have just been consistently in the playoffs. It's been pretty good. I'm seeing the, a lot of parallels. That's the awesome. Water Dogs won a championship in 2022. I know. The Water Dogs are looking pretty good. Lacrosse, cool throne, baby. <laughs> It's pretty wild how, like, the parallels are there. Oh, yeah. So that means you should subscribe and get on the train before it's too late. Get on the train. Um, Pitsy, let's get to your power rankings. It's brought to you by our pals over at W Energy that keeps Pitsy energized all season long and all year long, realistically. Uh, They're running their Black Friday sales and everything right now. I'm going to pull them up for our people because – it's some good sales, I'll tell you that much. Dubby is all-natural energy, no jitters, no crash, or BS. It's clean energy for focus. Their flavors are custom-made and the best-tasting in the world, according not only to their mom, but to us as well. Pitsy, you love that Galaxy Grenade. I'm a big fan of the Beach and Peach. And right now, you can use code BF33 for 33% off at w.gg that's w.gg code bf33 and get energized in a clean way clean up your energy game with our pals at w pitsy i'm going to give you the solo screen as we always do and allow you to talk to the people once i cue this up and you tell me when to hit your music all right it's time that time of the week for Patty Pitts' power rankings. Kyle, hit that music because your boy, the champ of the peeps, is ready to give you. 
audible. I just saw it on my phone here. Zay Flowers, his touchdown to make it 2010 against the Chargers. His celebration penalty kick, oh, incredible. That's going into 10. Number nine, golf simulators. All right, it's cold outside, not really golfing weather, but we got simulators. I was just at Wallace & Golf Club, not a big deal, friends or members. And I was enjoying my Black Friday, hitting, getting a nice round in at uh, Liberty National. All right, and I was in Milton, Mass. Incredible. Number eight, it is the Paisan himself, Tommy DeVito. All right, the man is just living out any New York kid's childhood dream of just beating the Patriots and then going back home to their mom's basement and having their laundry folded and beds made. Uh, he's living the dream. Number seven, I know they lost, but Baker Mayfield. He looked really good today. And him, Gardner Minshew, I'll put, you know what? I'll split it. We'll go. We'll go. And number seven, Baker and Gardner Minshew. Because even though that game, it's like, oh, Bucks, Colts, whatever. No, those two quarterbacks would be so much more of an upgrade over the shit duo we got in New England. So they're coming in my sixth spot, uh, seventh spot. Number six are the Texans and Tank Dell. Tank Dell for saving my season in fantasy. Shout out Tank Dell. But the Texans are a fun football team again. CJ Stroud looks like a veteran quarterback that the Texans have so desperately needed for so long. And they're in the play, like number one, or potentially a playoff team. It's incredible. Didn't think that would happen. Number five, Popeyes. Holy shit, Kyle. Did I have a fantastic lunch today, courtesy of Popeyes. Um, may or may not have dropped $47 to make it happen, but you know what? Some things are just priceless, okay? Number four, Scott Hansen. This man had a wrap-up red zone while an alarm was going off in his studio. And it might have been unsafe, but he gave the peeps what they needed. And that is the updates around the NFL. And a man that can continue working through that much distress, that's a champion in my eyes. Scott Hansen at four. Number three, the Celtics. Why? There's no other reason why. Except that they're the only good team that I look forward to watching uh, in Boston right now. I mean, them Bruins, the teams that play at the TD Garden are much more exciting than the teams that don't here in Boston. So they're coming in at number three. Number two, go Birds. All right, big win today. And I really don't need to say anything else other than go Birds, you're number two. Because number one, Kyle, my number one of the week, Phil Brooks, CM Punk, back in wrestling. The man in... At this point, 24 hours, 87 million views across all social media platforms just by making an appearance back in WWE. Wrestling is so back, and it's thanks to CM Punk and other guys like that. There's already some stuff being talked about at a live show that I got to go look at after we hop out of here, hop out of the yard of streams. But CM Punk, the loudest pop I've ever heard, he's coming in at my number one. I'm an ecstatic wrestling fan, and goddamn, wrestling's so bad, Kyle. So run it back for the people, Pitsy. What's 10 through 1? All right, 10, we got Zay Flowers Celebration. Number 9, we got Golf Simulators. Number 8, Tommy DeVito. Number 7, Baker and Gardner. Number 6, we got Tank Dell and his Texans. Number 5, Popeyes. Number 4, Scott Hansen. Number 3, the Celtics. 2, the Eagles. And number 1, CM Punk. And there it is. Pitsy's Power Rankings for the week brought to you by our pals over at Dubby Energy. 
It's very fitting, Pitsy, because I sent it to you last night that you had no knowledge of CM Punk, one of our first big retweets in company history. It's one of the funniest things. Hashtag mascot wars between Gritty and Bailey, the King's mascot. That's so funny. CM, CM Punk is the mayor. Guy. Uh, he's the mayor of Chicago. The Blackhawks treat him as such. It's incredible. He was the he was in the opening intro video to the Blackhawks season this year. I mean, really big hockey guy. Yeah, he was part of Mascot Wars. That's so funny. Never it's forget. So funny. We should make shirts that say that because that is one of the more iconic moments that gets forgotten about in our company's history. It should oh, be absolutely like, does. It should be like boxing gloves, but it's a lion paw and a gritty paw. Oh, that would be a Mascot really good design. That would be a really good design. Um, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, CM Punk has like done something. And I was like, he quote tweeted, and then I found the retweet, and he retweeted uh, when we said Gritty was the most followed mascot. He's trying to defend the honor of his boy, Tommy Hawk. <laughs> Shout out Gritty. Gritty's the best. It's a big orange blob that just with the biggest smile on his menace. face. He's got kooky eyes, but he's a, his he's hands a kooky and belly guy. button squeak. <laughs> Man, if my if if mine did that, I'd be a party trick. <laughs> Gritty is the party. Yeah, he's the life of the party. Uh let's keep it pushing to you know, let's let's talk some hockey. Let's talk some hockey. Sure. Sure. It's brought, you, it's brought to you by our pals over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's a refreshing light beer, just 4.1% ABV, 120 calories, just 8 grams of carbs. They just dropped some of the coolest merch for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, and running through the end the of the week. Really cool. I want to pull this. Up. The, the pint glass is all time. Uh, new Kenwood hats. Uh, the Kelly Green merch is still available. Uh, it's good all weekend long. The graphic is amazing. Use code BLACKFRIDAY23 at checkout for 30% off. They've got awesome shirts, awesome hoodies. Uh, the hat is amazing. It's a patch hat. Can't wait to get mine. The pint glasses are beautiful. They're only 8 bucks, and then you get 30% off with code BLACKFRIDAY23. You can also get Kenny's, find where they're on tap by using the Kenny Finder at KenwoodBeer.com or go to your local liquor store in the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Maryland areas. Must be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Pitsy, the Flyers just keep finding a way. They keep finding a way. They win in a shootout uh, this past weekend against the Islanders. Tyson Forster does the damn thing, wins it for the Fly Guys, and uh, they beat the Islanders 1-0 in a shootout after losing on Black Friday 3-1 to the Rangers and losing on Wednesday to the Islanders 3-2 in a game that they could have easily won. Uh, but they keep winning big one on deck on Tuesday against the Hurricanes for second place in the Metropolitan Division. And then you finish the month uh, against the Devils at home on Thursday and then you have a home and home against the Penguins, who are not good this year. I They're mean, not. No, Penguins right now are uh, sitting third to the bottom of the Metropolitan Division right now. Oh, I wouldn't Stinky. expect that. Yeah, they're ten and ten. Um, <laughs> not great. Um, 
But the Flyers, third in the Metropolitan right now. Hilarious. Amazing. Just amazing stuff. We uh, we brought this up a couple weeks ago when Ryan Whitney said, you know what teams are going to make the playoffs by the standings around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has come and gone. We gave it Thanksgiving weekend. Pitsy, we're going to document this and have this mm-hmm. for later in the season. But we're going to see if these teams are the ones that end up making the playoffs in the NHL. Should we start with the Metropolitan Division? Where yeah, let's start where we're here. Are. Let's start while we're here. So right now, leading the Metropolitan is the New York Rangers. They've got uh, 45 goals against, 66 goals for, 31 points overall. Uh, then they've also played 19 games, so a couple fewer than the Flyers. Uh, the Hurricanes. Hurricane. The Hurricanes. Are Hurricanes. They are in second in the Metropolitan with 24 points. Followed by the Orange and Black. The Fly Guys. The Philadelphia Flyers with 23 points. The Washington Capitals with 22 points. The Islanders with 22 points. That's why that overtime game was huge for the Flyers. No, it's huge, yeah. To win that in a shootout. You get the points there. Uh, the Penguins with 20 points, the Devils with 19, and then the Columbus Blue Jackets with 16. So that's your Metropolitan Division. Your Atlantic Division, where your Boston Bruins reside, looks a little We're number one. Like this. The Bruins are in first place. Damn right. With 31 points. The Florida Panthers in second place with 25 points. The Detroit Red Wings. What's up? In a tie for second with 25 points. Also with 25 points, the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Toronto Maple Leafs with 23 points. The Buffalo Sabres with 20. The Montreal Canadiens with 20. And the Ottawa Senators with 16 points. Senator- hey, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if the Flyers need to make a deadline move, you know, there's a dude up there in Ottawa who'd look real good in orange and black and wearing number 28. His name's Claude Giroux, bro. Could you fucking imagine? Flyers are just in a thick of a playoff hunt, and then they go and trade for Claude Giroux at the deadline. <laughs> yeah, that's where I become full heel in the underground, and I go, I hate the oh Flyers. Oh, my God. That would be like Right unreal. now, we're, we're, a lot, we're allies, okay? We're allies, the Flyers and I. But you go out and get Claude Giroux, I'm turning. I'm hitting be... you with the biggest heel turn of unreal. the underground. I, I need to see Claude Giroux's contract. No, don't manifest this into existence, okay? Buddy, don't, buddy. Just like you have your Bruins guys that are your heroes, Claude Giroux is is that for us? I that's so unfortunate. He's a franchise it's legend. So unfortunate. I need to see Claude Giroux's contract because a legend of shit. Hachi Machi, he signed a massive deal. <laughs> he ain't coming. Probably yeah. not. He signed a three year. $19.5 million contract with the Ottawa Senators. That's a uh, big contract for last hockey. summer. So he's on the second year of that deal. So let's Could see. they be let's... maybe? Oh, I'm not. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. No, I'm you're not doing making... it, bro. You're doing No, it. I'm just saying that, like, you know, it's a hefty contract. You might want to dump it to another team, start a rebuild. But um, I don't want to put that out there. Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing what the. The logistics are here because, dude, that would be so fucking funny. Claudrew comes back. They go to a playoff oh. run. That would just, that would be so Philly. Oh. 
That would that would be very Philly. He's owed five and a half million next year. If you can get the Senators to pay a majority of that contract, I'd do it. <laughs> For I the don't vibes. Know is. For the vibes. Bring him home. No. Ugh, I hate Claude Drew like so much. That'd be unreal. Um, so yeah, there's your Eastern Conference. Western Conference, the Central Division looks a little sound, sound, sound. Shout out Swiss Beats. Uh, looks like this: the Avalanche in first place with 28 points, the Dallas Stars, the Winnipeg Jets, both with 26 points, St. Louis Blues with 23 points, the Predators and the Coyotes both at 20 points, the Minnesota Wild. Not too wild. They've only got 14 points. And then the Chicago Blackhawks absolutely stink. They've got 12 points on the year. And then the Pacific Division, to be a little Pacific, uh, looks like... (laughs) (laughs) Poor grammar puns. There's a nun somewhere who wants to slap my wrist with a ruler. (laughs) There's not many nuns out there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, uh, who won that one? Pacific Division, the Golden Knights in first place with 30 points, the LA Kings and Canucks both with 29 points, the Seattle Kraken with 21 points, the Calgary Flames with 19 points, the Anaheim Ducks with 18, the Edmonton Oilers with 13, and then the San Jose Sharks with 10 points. I didn't know the Sharks were that terrible. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Remember they gave up like 10 goals in back-to-back games? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They, they, they did. They, they, they did do Literally. that. I totally kind of forgot about that. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's looking nice for the Flyers. If they keep playing like this, like this is like – it's not ideal for a rebuild, like obviously. And Matt is so annoyed that they're winning because it's a rebuild year. You want to get a better draft pick and get more talent mm-hmm. in the pipeline. But, like, this is proof that this team is able to win together with this current core. Like, that's a good sign for this team. And just not only the now, but the future. Yeah, may, you may not need a full-on rebuild at this point because of the chemistry you already have. So, uh, yeah, you just want to play competitive at this point. And you just, at the end of the year, instead of going, oh, maybe instead of going high and we're all in the draft maybe we go out and get like a free agent or something or you know make a trade you know there's other avenues to go down but when you're at the position that the flyers are in where just go out and play and see what happens that's that's the best mentality to have honestly yeah i mean it's cool like like we mentioned last week like it's stress-free hockey and yeah, stress free hockey is so much fun. When they when they Easy. win, it's awesome because it's like holy shit, like they're winning together, like this team is winning, they're doing the unthinkable with what was the the like future site of this year. And then when they lose, it's like, okay, they're doing what they're supposed to do. This is a good thing. Like it's fine. So it's a win-win either way. But the Flyers being in third place and having a positive goal differential as we get closer and closer to December is kind of fucking crazy. That's wild. Just anything can happen in the NHL. We'd love to see it. And, I mean, it would be very cool if the Flyers just are able to put some stuff together and, like, give us, like, meaningful hockey because it's been a while since we've actually had that for real. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But the Flyers, big one on deck on Tuesday. You know who's going to be locked in on TNT Tuesday, watching the Fly guys go to work against the the, the, the Hurricanes? Delco Danny. Oh, yeah. Fucking that, that dude. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what, what he... Maybe Delco Danny he's... makes a return after uh... – the 49ers. Game. You know what? Maybe. I haven't seen him in a while. He is one of my, my favorite peeps down in the underground. I always love hearing from him. So It's been a while since he's shown his face. Maybe he's just been waiting for, for the gauntlet to be over. He's in the he's in the thick of it. He's right in the he's shadows, the just waiting for the prime opportunity. Has to be. Has to be. Uh, so the Flyers keep doing their thing. Let's push it over to the basketball court, though, Pitts. It's brought to the you by... The, bo- the boys over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch I wear in the game. Their Black Friday Cyber Monday sale is going on right now, and it's buy one, get two free. That's insane. That is insane. So- They're giving it away. Go to TomahawkShades.com or download the Tomahawk Shades app. And, of course, at any time, you can use our promo code USP for 25% off your sunglasses, your blue light glasses, prescription lenses, and ski goggles. Ski season's here. Uh, TomahawkShades.com or download the Tomahawk Shades app in the App Store or Google Play and use promo code USP for 25% off your order. Sixers, get a big-time win on the road against the Oklahoma City Thunder. On Saturday, 127-123, Tyrese Maxey is him. Tyrese Maxey is him, 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 himothy. He is. 28 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Joel Embiid, 35 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Tobias Harris, 16 points. Nick Batum, 14 points. DeAnthony Melton, 14 points. You guys Uh, have Nick Batum? Oh, I did forget about that. I forgot you guys had Batum. From the... From the system trade. Oh yeah, yeah, thick boy Harden, fraud. Yeah, the system. Uh, Pat Bev with six points, Roko with nine points, Paul Reed with five. Big time win. You needed that on the road um, to kind of keep pace with the top of the Eastern Conference, which right now it's gotten a lot more competitive and. It's it's real thick. It's 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 four team race right now, and it is your Celtics Pitsy at the top at thirteen and four. Damn right, uh, baby. The Orlando Magic are twelve and five. Yo, I the Magic are a, they're a, they're dogs. Yeah. They fight. They're a they're they're a team that they're gonna fight. They're gonna play a full sixty. Bucks I, are I twelve and five, night. and then the uh, the Sixers are eleven and five. And then you kind of get a drop off there. Pacers are nine and six. Heat are ten and seven. Knicks are nine and seven. But right now it feels like a four team race. And realistically, it's more likely a three team race because who knows how long the magic can sustain Young team. Everything young Banchero's team. And... good, uh, but I just don't think they have that experience yet. You wanna know you wanna know some fun boy math? Sure. So remember Back when the Sixers drafted Markel Fultz, shout out to the boy. He's oh, I mean, what do you mean the the greatest trade in Celtics history? Yes, it's the greatest trade in Sixers history too. Because Markel what? Fultz, we obviously did the trade with you guys. We then traded Markel Fultz to the Orlando Magic for two fake draft picks that one had to convey. 
and be not top 20 protected. Okay. Mike Muscala in the bubble. Oh, that's so Drains funny. one to make the pick unprotected by one spot in the Sixers with pick number 21 in the draft. Tyrese Maxey. Select Tyrese Maxey. Oh, okay. Yes, we've okay. <laughs> so it is so it works out for everybody. Yep. It's phenomenal. <laughs> that's so that's so funny. Oh, it's um, incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a nice little stretch upcoming for the Sixers here. Monday, they're at home against the Lakers. Um, so that'll be a fun east west matchup there. LeBron James coming to town. Then Wednesday we go to New Orleans, and then Friday, it feels like we're just playing you guys every two weeks. We go to Boston and play the Celtics. But then yeah, we don't play you again, again until February. That's good. Like, can That's we spread good. these games out a little bit? I know. It does feel like we just played you. Like, wait, this will be a third time? Yeah. Three times in the first, like, month and a half of the season. Is That's so ludicrous. Insane. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a callback. That was uh, yeah. That was a callback. Like those games should be spread out more because both teams will evolve as the season goes on. And that's for any like division rival, any conference rival. Like we should have a game against you guys like in March or April, just as much as we should have one in November. Oh, agreed. And the thing with the Sixers Celtics rivalry, I don't care what you know anyone says. Oh, they one side all. No, it's a rivalry at the end of the day. And when you have those rivalry games, they should be spread out. Like, say you have six, you should have one almost every month, like or two maybe if it's short or whatever. But because of that, you know, you you want to play them right, like as a checkpoint of the season. You know, you played these guys, these guys. All right, playing the Sixers again. Like it should feel like a bigger game feel, and especially marketing it for. TV networks and streaming service, whatnot, to have them play more spread out, it just works out better. Where if you haven't played three times in a row, then you have three months of them not playing each other. That doesn't work out for anyone. You want to have them every month, it feels like, so that you have a game at least every month that you can rely on for good ratings and views. And the Sixers have a nice stretch in the month of December, too, of winnable games. You know, you start off with the Celtics, but then you're home against the Wizards. Uh, you're at the Pistons, home against the Pistons, at the Hornets, home against the Bulls, home against the Horny Timberwolves, uh, home, home against the Raptors. Christmas Day, you're in Miami against the Heat. Uh, then you're at Orlando, at the Rockets, at the Bulls, and that's the, the rest of the year before the calendar turns to 2024. That's a very winnable schedule. There's maybe oh, There's maybe three games in there. That will be challenges, and like you're gonna have to have your A plus plus game, and it's the Celtics, the Heat, and the Timberwolves. Yeah, exactly. Every other team you should be able to wipe the floor with. Yeah, I mean, even the Timberwolves, you could sneak a win. They're good. You should but... be able to. They're just the number one seed in the West right now. They're twelve and four. Are they really? That's wild. Yeah. Who knows That's what? Wild. Brazilian Timberwolves account. That's what happens when you're horny, man. You just shoot right to the top. I mean, dude, she's the absolute absurdity of their posts. Are it really makes my day at this point. I it's mean, insane. 
dude, when you're just having things hump each other to <laughs> to show that you won 7169. I mean, it's just it's so funny. And of all teams to be the horniest, Minnesota? Minnesota! Minnesota! Like, you wouldn't think, like, Miami, because, like, heat, heat is passion, heat is hot, Miami's sexy is hot. Miami's a horny city. Miami is so horny. All that ass shaking around. California, that's a horny state. Like, Minnesota? How can you be how can you be horny in a sexy state when you're in two to three layers of clothing the majority of the year? I, I don't get it. Hey, who knows? But those are gonna be the games that the uh Sixers will have to be locked in for, and hopefully they can handle LeBron and the Lakers at home and keep playing well at home like they have, because I believe Sixers have only lost uh three times at home. They're six and three at home, five and two on the road. Just take care of business. Beat LeBron. LeBron James. I haven't heard anything about LeBron this year. Like the nothing. only things I've seen is that he is uh, older than his own head coach, or like played against That's his so head coach, funny. and then he was older than the Utah Jazz head coach, and he was like flabbergasted. Like yeah, like that's at the point where at that point LeBron's career where that he's still playing well, which is crazy. He's not he's not playing like shit. He's just the league is so good with the younger talent and whatnot that he's still able to hold shadowed. Yeah, it's put up his own. Like he's he's so good. Um, Yeah, so Sixers keep it rolling. They're eleven and five. Hopefully, you know, beat the beat the Lakers and keep it pushing. But Pitsy, should we get to our brink bonk bump of the week? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. All right. So if you're new to the program, brink bonk bump is in honor of Flyers prospects, Bobby Brink, Oliver Bump, and Alex uh, Bump. That's basically a spinoff rendition of Fuck, Mary Kill. Brink is who was money that week. Bonk is who's horny. And Bump is who needs to ride the bump and take a seat, sit down for the week. Uh, Pitsy, I'll start with you. Who is your brink of the week? Who was money? Okay, well, all right. Well, I got my bonk. Thank you, Twitter, for that. Um, my brink of the week is me. It's the champ of the peeps right here. All right, we played poker the other night, and I actually won. All right, and I was raking in the money. All right, I was the only person to go positive in the poker game. So I'm giving myself some uh, some love there. Uh, my brink is pretty obvious. It's Jalen Hurts. What a yeah. performance. He was absolute money this week, beating the Chiefs, beating the Bills. Just an absolute dog. Jalen Hurts is my brink of the week. Pitsy, your bonk. Uh, it's the girl who just posted uh, a selfie gif, well, boomerang, uh, of her wearing some long uh, sweatpants that say tush push on the butt i know ex- you know what's bad i know exactly what you're talking about yep and um you know she may not be getting the the bonk but i know that that reply section that reply section, section is, is uh, i'm not even going near it i'm not going near it because uh i see what she's doing it's funny but once you get in that comment section shit ain't gonna be funny it's gonna be scary 
Uh, let's see. Oh, I know my my bonk of the week is Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> you show me this. Why? Why do I? <laughs> he had yeah, the hub wait. pop up behind him. Oh, that's it, dude. <laughs> dude, that is so funny. He's having the hub. Had the hub pop up behind. Hit that drum set. Hit that drum set. Oh, sorry. I don't know. You know what it is, Rudy. Oh my God! Even old men. Scenes. Even old men can get it what up. What a freak! What a freak! Uh, Pitsy, your bump. Who needs to take a seat and ride the bump? I'm not gonna lie. It's all these Black Friday deals and these Black Friday shoppers. I'm gonna go Black Friday shoppers because I like the deals. Okay, the deals are good. It's See, I the shop. Agree with you. The deals have been terrible. Oh, I'm just in general. I think it just it's so like overhyped at this point. The whole thing is just it's so overhyped. That the deals haven't been good this year. Uh, the people who go crazy about it, it feels like there just hasn't been any lore. Like there isn't, like there has been. And Black Friday to me just became more of the day after Thanksgiving. I mean, everyone's kind of taking advantage of it. We saw football being played. Uh, I know from my experience in work, restaurants are doing deals and stuff and to getting people in uh, who are shopping. It's just like... The whole thing, I I don't know. I feel like it should be a day of just doing absolutely nothing because you ate so much and partied whatever with your family the night before that it should be a day that should be off for everyone. Like another Thanksgiving because you already have Thanksgiving on a Thursday. What are you going to go back to work for a day? Nope. Like just call it Thanksgiving week and just have the next day be like another Thanksgiving. Yep. I don't know. Uh... My bump is where did I have it? I had it right here. That tush that tush push pant thing had sixty eight replies. Should I make it sixty nine <laughs> to just play along? You got to play along with. Uh, let some ne'er do well do that. They're gonna. Oh God! Why did I go back? This is just. Oh, that's kind of funny. just terrible. Uh, my bump of the week, uh, for good reason, is uh, it's a combo. It's Josh Giddy and the NBA. Oh, giddy up! If you live under a rock, um, I apologize, but the Josh Giddy thing, like one dude, you're a fucking scumbag, dude, the worst, and two, the fact that the NBA allowed him to play in a game after all of this is spiraling on the internet is absurd. Um, like John Morant, sure, like brandished a firearm on Instagram Live, immediately was getting investigated for it and suspended and thrown. The, yeah. the book was thrown at him. Josh Giddy is allegedly having a relationship with an underage girl. It's so much worse. One, that's foul. Two, you're allowing him to one speak to the media and then playing a game that's absolutely absurd. Let's take a seat, sit the fuck down. Yeah, I. Yeah, I really couldn't. It made my blood agree more, man. Yeah, yeah, I. I don't get really revved up about a lot of things, but this shit Crazy. really pissed me off. Jokes aside and whatnot, like there's just no need for it, and I. 
when it comes to other players in the league doing other things like toting guns or drugs or anything, they come down with a very harsh punishment as they should. Uh, with this, I don't like all the evidence, if you want to call it, is out in the open. Yep. Like the alleged, to the evidence. point where the alleged, the, obviously it's alleged evidence, but I'm saying like enough that he should not be just walking around chilling, you know, like, you know court. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like it's enough to get him off the court and focus so on getting the situation resolved. Yeah. Like there's no, and to address the media and everyone's asking him and him being like, I know what you're going to ask. Like, don't, I have no con. Like, which it's so easy to say, Oh, she's not underage, but like, she clearly is. If you're she not. is, she it's, didn't it say it in the whole thing. No, I'm saying like if if she wasn't like the whole allegation was crazy and it's like this, that, and the third, it would have been much easier for him to be in front of me and be like, no, she's not underage. Yeah, but if she wasn't, and she clearly is, allegedly, the fact that he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I don't have any further comment. Like that just proves you're guilty. Oh, a thousand percent. I it just it, it really like it just pisses me off how some some players just get treated and how things get looked at one way and looked off and yeah, I, I don't know I it's just it's it's uh, dis- disappointing yes it's disappointing for sure uh should we finish with spinning the wheel what are we spinning? Let's. I love. I'm gonna spin a wheel after this with my nonsense. So let's. We got the wheel. I I didn't spin it last week because you weren't here. I figure this is a you and I thing. I appreciate um, that. I I the champ appreciates you. So last time we spun the wheel, it landed on magenta. Your pick was green. My pick was red. We're keeping track of what gets spun, and our guesses obviously. So Pitsy. Your color choice is obviously red, blue, green, yellow, magenta, or purple. Blue. Pitsy's going blue. I'm going to write this down in our document. I'm going green because how could I not after that evil? Oh, after that one, you got to go. I'm just feeling blue. Here we go, spinning the wheel. You son of a bitch. Blue? <laughs> it landed on blue. Let's go! Let's the wheel for the Can't very first again. time. Yes! Let's go, baby! Let's ride. Let's Pitsy go. gets the wheel for the first time, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Um I'll keep I'll keep pushing along though. I'll keep it pushing. We'll spin the wheel next week for sure. Um and we'll see what it would be awesome if we get this eventually to being where we have like a legit wheel. Oh, that'd be so fun. And it's sponsored. Oh, that's the goal. Can we get a sponsored wheel. And eventually, like, once we like play with this more too and oh you gotta try you guys it, can man. also in the youtube comment section let us know if it lands on something what each color should be designated for yeah that would be fun um so yeah let us know the wheel is back um that's all we got for you guys 
Make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com, slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. It does go a long way for helping the show continue to grow, helps more people find underground sports as a whole, and lets us do more dope shit that we want to keep doing for you guys. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week, every single week. Every show on our network in full video form, clips, shorts, live streams, you name it. It's on our YouTube channel where it's 644 subscribers. Can we get to 650 before December 1st? Let's make it happen. Please, for the love of Christ, let's make that happen. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground for 10% off. And through the month of November, Black Friday 1 for 15% off one item, Black Friday 2 for 20% off two items, and Black Friday 3 for 30% off three or more items. Get your merch, get your merch, get your merch. And, of course, this show presented by the City of Vineland. And whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. And their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. That sounded like Wheezy from Toy Story that just came through your phone. Yeah, I don't know, dude. My phone is just (laughs) ridiculous. This has been episode number 589 of Victory Monday Edition of Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Pitsy, I'm KB. We'll see you guys on Wednesday on Twitch and Thursday, wherever you get your podcast. But until then, we're getting the heck up out of here, and we are signing off. Peace.